Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you're a single person uh, and you're thinking, boy, I'm just never going to find the, uh, the one I want to marry. Well, you might already know them. You just haven't figured that out yet or haven't acted on it. Most couples today started out as friends and things didn't get romantic until later. About 2,000 people were asked about this. Half of them were college age and the other half older. And almost all of them say their current or most recent relationship started as a platonic friendship. Just over about uh, two-thirds of people. Say huh. that. And the study found that starting out as friends is now preferred uh, instead of, say, meeting at a, a party or meeting online. Uh, so if you're crushing on a friend uh, or somebody you just met recently, be patient. They say it takes about a, a one to two years before you become more than friends. Wow. But that's... And here's the thing that I know, because that's certainly how Marie and I started out. We were friends for about a year or so. But, again, I knew what I wanted. Right. I just had to convince her of that. (laughs) And and I think in most relationships, if it's going to go into more than just friends... Right. Somebody in there has that idea way before the other one. Right. You know. Uh, and I found in the past too, because it, it, you know, it's happened a, a couple of times where, okay, there's a friend, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've been friends with this person for a while, and then there's like a click, mm. and and you know, kind of both realize maybe one was was trying, mm-hmm. uh, and the other wasn't, but you you kind of both realize, well, something could come of this, mm. but then in the back of your mind, you also got to think, well, you know, are you do you want to stay friends with this person? Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out. Uh, it's very hard to turn back the clock on that. Certainly, especially when you work with that person. And you and Adrian meeting here at work, and we've had this conversation before, that many relationships have started in the workplace. Right. So, so tough if it, if it goes south, uh-huh. you know. Certainly. Now, do you remember what you and Adrian were obviously, you were friends beforehand, right? You like, yes. used to play baseball together yeah. and work events and uh-huh. such. Do you remember who was into who first? Uh... No, I think it happened pretty organically. I oh, think, yeah? Yeah. I, I think it was just uh, the fact that, we, again, like and like most work relationships happen, is that you, you tend to spend a lot of time together, mm-hmm. uh, not only in the office, but then, yeah, with with us, it was extra events that we were doing. Right. And then it was just kind of a click. Yeah. So don't, you don't remember you chasing her first no, or she chasing you? No, I don't remember it pining over like that. <laughs> there might have been a few pints involved. <laughs> Somehow, I was just the last man standing. I don't know. There was no restraining order involved. <laughs> Everybody else just backed up. Right. Yeah, see, see that that that's nice. In my relationship, it's just that I was a fungus that <laughs> would never go away. When you go to the grocery store, if you see the word organic on something at the grocery store, does it make you less likely to buy it? Uh, it makes me think it's more expensive. Always more expensive. Right. right. So we move on. It's one of the top words people don't like to see. People are less likely to buy something if organic is on the label. Words we love to see all associated with health. So even the word healthy is there. Fresh, natural, healthy, real, and local. Right. Are all things we uh, we love to read on uh, food labels. It makes but we us, don't like organic. But we don't. And I think it's because, as you say, we just immediately Assume, go to. yeah. It's going to be more money. Processed is the number one thing we don't like to see. Uh, processed because we believe, of course, that it's uh, going to be uh, bad for us. Right. Vegan, plant-based, gluten-free, and organic. <laughs> uh, words we 
<laughs> we hate to see on food. <laughs> a lot of us having a tough time getting around this whole uh, meatless, plant-based uh, right. idea. Well, and part of me, too, and you know me, I'm cheap, is that you know I don't understand why when you do less to it, mm. it costs more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that what the you know the right. whole organic movement is about? That's right. Yeah, because all the pesticides and everything else are, are not used. And the thing that I've always uh, stayed away from, and I heard this years ago, and I've always stuck with it, is any calorie wise or half less this and half less that. The effort to take the fat out of it ends up making the food product worse for you. Oh. So, like, if you go, if you're going to buy a jar of mayonnaise. Buy the mayonnaise. Don't buy the half-fat-free this, that. Okay. When, when anything is made fat-free, whatever the process is to make it fat-free. If they're doing something. It's like the whole margarine versus butter, right? Everybody for the longest time, and to this day probably, always believed that margarine was better for you than butter. But butter is made of real things. Mm-hmm. Margarine is factory-produced. Flies don't like margarine. So <laughs> flies won't eat margarine. It's probably not good for you. Almost half of us um, have tried to eat better and uh, gone, tried to gone vegan. But at this stage of the game, only 3% of us are currently vegan. Wow. Yeah, I, I the never even very low. considered the option. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, you know, I tried to eat a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> The, 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 uh, Not only vegetables. The nightmare of your life would be one day if a doctor said, you got to swear off the meat now. It's no good yeah, for you. Yeah, swearing anymore. off is just not going to happen. I think I would I would consider that news from the doctor much like I consider the flossing from the hygienist. Yesterday was, of course, a French fry day. Did you have some fries with your dinner? Uh, I did. Good for you. you. No. What? No, we had a stupid, healthy salad and chicken. <laughs> How do you how do you not have fries on French Fry Day? You know, they were leaving here and going to the know. chip truck. I was gonna go, but the problem is they're not open till like eleven o'clock. I couldn't wait that long, right? And then I totally forgot about them, so I missed out. I could have gone to Manhattan to a restaurant called uh, Serendipity. Uh, they set a new record yesterday, and Guinness announced this record: the most expensive fries, two hundred bucks for a side of fries. Oh, come on! They're made of chipper beck potatoes, goose fat from France, because you know you got to get your goose fat from France. Shaved truffles, two types of truffle cheese, truffle salt, oil and butter, two types of champagne, a sprinkle of twenty-three carat edible gold dust, and Mornier cheese sauce for dipping. 200 bucks. You tell me you're going there to buy $200 fries and there's a little serendipity going on. <laughs> Come yes, on. Yes, sir. So that was yesterday. <laughs> I'll take I'll take McDonald's medium. But just that. Oh, yeah, for sure. In hot, fresh, lots of salt. Beautiful. And today is another special day. It's mac and cheese day. Ooh. So nice. Maybe that'll be lunch today. Although the lovely Maria had her uh, second uh, shot. Right. And so she wasn't feeling so great last night. She had the shot on Monday and yesterday afternoon. She wasn't feeling so good. So I don't know if she's working from home today. So I don't know if she's going to be too impressed with me if I'm slugging back a box of KD at (laughs) 930 in the morning. But you might just have to put up with it. You can't just sit in your filth. No. (laughs) This was the problem. You know, now when everybody at home... You know, you, you can't, your, your food yes. climbs, you oh, can't get away with them I anymore. Know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a time. 
<laughs> any any little time I sneak for a little bit of takeout, like yeah. the, the one chance I get yeah. for some fast food, I got I gotta hide the garbage. Oh yeah, the whole thing. It's like you're having an affair. <laughs> yeah, Are you cheating on me with a whopper? <laughs> oh, a yeah. Taco. I used to sit there and down whoppers and fries and a large <laughs> coke at nine thirty in the morning. Who's this Wendy you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> what are we having today? She's a redhead, isn't she? <laughs> More avocado, please. <laughs> Anyhow, million boxes of macaroni and cheese get sold every day. A million? A million. Kraft has done all right with that thing. Wow. Uh, the record for eating an entire box of mac and cheese, one minute and two seconds. Really? Imagine putting back a box in a minute and two seconds. Yikes. And there are over 50 varieties of Kraft macaroni and cheese. But I always go to the original. Just, say, just give me the or- orange powdered cheese. Well, we've hit a new benchmark in the whole my pet is my child trend. Half of dog owners now consider themselves helicopter parents when it comes to their pet. Wow. And constantly hover them over them in case they need something. And I I remember my mom when they first had Murphy. She really, like, she would carry him everywhere. He had four legs. He never used them. And I have an aunt the same way with their dog. Like, and, and it's a fairly big dog. And between her and her daughter, they just constantly are carrying this thing or hovering over it or wow. making sure it's okay. Yeah, I, I guess like with Coop, he's always around. Mm. And, like always around me, uh, us. Mm. Uh, only recently, you know, have we started to and made a commitment to to leaving him alone, mm. right? And little, little spurts here and there, five, ten minutes, just to get used to being yeah. home alone. Because that's the the one main concern with these pandemic pets mm-hmm. is that there's going to be anxiety issues yeah. when things return and people return to work and the house is empty again. Yeah, probably for a little while, if you guys have to go out for um, hockey or whatever you're doing, he'll, he'll probably pee or poop on the floor just out of the nervousness of it all. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, like the other day I had to run to the, the store for something and it was going to be under 10 minutes. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to leave him. Mm. And I walked, you know, I, I left deliberately. He knew when we were leaving. Mm. I, I stood kind of out of his view for a little bit, just trying to listen to see if I heard whimpering or barking and right. yelping and didn't, which mm. was which is really good. Yeah. Uh, and then even, like, the first time I did it, all I did was dro- drove around the block mm. and then parked the car, like, where it was so, it was like, it was stealth. Like, uh, parked the car on the road so he wouldn't see it coming in the driveway. Right. And then, like, crept to the back door <laughs> to look and see where he was. And he was just sleeping at the front door. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine. He's fine. He's probably glad you're gone. Yeah, that's right. You know, we, <laughs> we, these people never leave. Yeah, we, we always go to, like, the worst case scenario. Maybe he'd sit back, have a dart, and say, thank <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> I can lick myself yeah. in peace. They wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, most say they pay close attention to what their dogs need and have made at least one major change in their life to accommodate their pet. And I got to tell you that we we talk um, on and off, not much anymore, about maybe getting another dog. And I keep saying no, 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 because mm. nothing drove me more crazy than the we got to get home because of the dog. Right. You know, you could be in the middle of a nice evening. You're doing something. You're having fun. Maybe you're over at somebody's house or whatever the case may be, and they're you know, having some drinks, and you're like, hey, why don't you just stay the night? You know, you've had some, oh, we can't. we got to get home because of the dog. Right. 
You seem to really like people. For someone who says he doesn't like people. I enjoy. Because that's really a great excuse <laughs> it's a good out. to get out of things as well. <laughs> My problem is I never want to go anywhere, but then when I'm there, I want to stay. Right. This is... This is- <laughs> It's very hard to get you out. My answer is always no, I don't want to do that. But then when I end up doing it, then I'm happy to be there. One of the biggest fights Maria and I used to ever have was when the when we first had Daniel. And, you're, you know, you're just getting used to being a, a parent. And it would take us, we were living up in Caledon at the time, and it would take us forever to get organized to go anywhere. Right, right? yes. It still does. Even with no kids, it takes us forever to get out of the house. But um, but back then it would just be you know it would be hours of organizing and, and I remember one time going to her brother's home he lived in Richmond Hill so we we took it was like a Saturday and Daniel's like a newborn so it's a whole thing takes forever get the car packed get him organized he has to be fed before we leave and we drive from Caledon to Richmond Hill however long that took we're literally there like an hour. I barely had a beer we're sitting there and Maria goes it's time to go home. <laughs> everything into the car (laughs) i said what was the point in even leaving the house right you know but she really wanted to keep him on a schedule and i had a tough time i know shocking i had a tough time adjusting to him yes you know me 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 me. it is amazing you know to think of where we come from as a people you know like when you were packing to go somewhere and you had to pack everything you owned into a wagon, mm. uh, you know, pulled by a horse because yeah. it was going to take you a month to get there. Right. To now, we still pack like that when we're going from one Walmart to the next one, sure. right? Like, like it, it, it is crazy. Oh, we are so spoiled. Like, we, we pack things and prepare, especially with, like, kids, pets. Oh, do we have everything we need? Yeah. As if, like, where we're going, there isn't everything we need available. <laughs> yeah, we're going into the desert where there's nowhere or any place to stop and get anything. Like, even on vacation, we'll pack soap and stuff. Like, really? <laughs> like, every it's, hotel it's has it. It's crazy. Well, we, listen, we can't go to the corner store without the kids having their phone or remember when DVDs and, and all of that uh, first right. came into the minivans. I mean, I, I remember our my boys. What, what are we going to watch? We're driving to the arena. It's ten minutes away. What are we going to watch? Going to watch me lose my mind? I saw that a long time oh before. Oh my god! Listen, I when I was a kid, you know, basically in cars, you could sleep a child in the ashtray. They were so big, you right. know. I remember just we would get in the car and there would be there would be nothing. There uh-huh. would be nothing. You would just get in the car and go somewhere. And you'd look out the window till you got there. Yeah, it's it's all too much now. It really is. Uh we read the ingredients in their dog's food before buying it. These are helicopter parents yes. over pets. Right. And most say they know their dog is spoiled. Two out of three uh dog owners have even cooked or do cook. They're pets' meals. I was going to say, the feeding is probably where the most spoiling happens. Yeah. Right? Because a dog will eat whatever you give it. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and especially when it comes to the food. And then, you know, we're switching brands. Oh, maybe he wants some soft. You got to change it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, he, this he's not eating right now. He, he, it must be the food's fault or the fact that he's just not hungry. Well, that's, yeah. I remember the vet always saying to us, here's what you feed him. This dry, and every dog has like different. Kibble, yeah. yeah, but whatever size dog you have determines kind of what. But you stick to that. They don't, they're not like humans. It's no. not like they have taste buds and they go, I'm kind of off of this. Yeah. Now. They'll they eat smell the, more, but yeah. taste less. They'll eat the same thing every day. No problem. 
It's just we get in our own heads, and now we're feeding them bacon and scrambled eggs. And well, steak and we and, train it to, yeah. right? Like Coop, now, the second we open the drawer for, like, cheese, right. Pooh, he's right there. He's right there. Yeah. You'd be dead asleep, boom. <laughs> he knows yeah. the sound of cheese opening up because yeah. he wants some. You keep feeding him like that all the time, he'll be dead asleep, <laughs> all right. 80% of all the pretzels in the world are made in Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. Supposedly. Uh, now, are these, uh, well, I guess not the big big pretzel. Maybe all well, sorts like of pretzels. Ballpark pretzel. Or I'm thinking more like the bagged pretzel. Maybe all pretzels. Really? All sorts of forms of pretzel. Yeah. How thirsty are people in Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pop-tart sales went up every year from 1982 to 2014. And it's possible they're still going up. That's the last time Kellogg's announced any Pop-Tart stats. On a potentially related note, local Walmarts do stock up on Pop-Tarts before storms. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you can eat them either toasted or not. Yeah, they're good anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It takes between 7 and 14 days to make one jelly bean. What? Yeah. I get in the pretzel business, I think. One, uh, seven to 14 days for one jelly bean. I don't, really? I don't know why. I'm pretty sure they don't make them one at a time. No, probably not. <laughs> How was your day at work today, babe? <laughs> We're just, almost there on that bean. Just started another bean, so <laughs> ask me in two weeks. If the Statue of Liberty was melted down and the copper was sold for scrap, it would only be worth about two hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Add another thirty grand if you planned on scrapping its two hundred and fifty thousand pounds of steel. And it doesn't sound like much considering it reportedly cost only sixteen grand in copper to construct back in eighteen seventy-six. Huh. Chuck Berry, you know, considered by many to be like the godfather of rock and roll, the man who really invented it. Elvis might have been the king, but Chuck. Greatest guitarist yeah. of all time. Yeah. One, yeah, he only had one number one hit ever. Out of all the hits he had, and he wasn't only... it like my dingaling? Yep, yep. <laughs> my dingaling. <laughs> all the it great music he had, my dingaling. Yeah, that was a great tune. I mean, how can you not like it? But still, it was the only number one hit he ever had. Wow. Yeah, I ha- there was some recording years ago. And I, I played it a few times because I just thought it was so interesting. He opened up, and I don't know why or how this came to be, but he was the opening act for a Pink Floyd show. Like wow. A, and, and he did My Ding-A-Ling as part of his set. And the whole Pink Floyd crowd was singing along. Right. And at the end, they were just screaming for him. They wanted more. Huh. You think, there's two acts that have nothing in common. But, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Austria derives its name from the German word for east, and Australia gets its name from the Latin word for south. So oh. Austria is east, Australia is south. That's confusing. <laughs> Since the NFL draft began, 40% of the number one picks have been quarterbacks. Right. That's, that's 34 out of 86. It's been even more popular in recent years with 16 of the past 21 number one picks being QBs. I've always like questioned teams that take like alignment mm-hmm. very high up. And, and like listen, I know they're athletes mm-hmm. and uh, and and they're very good at what they do, but 
you know, that quarterback position, when you see the playbook mm. and know, you know, what they have to understand and know and how quickly they have to make decisions, mm. you know, that, that precision uh, position that they play, mm-hmm. is it's unbelievably technical. And on every team, there's only one and a backup. Right. You know, yeah, there's, there's usually spots. a couple of backups. But the spot is, uh, it's not an easy one to get. No. You know, in hockey and others, you got uh, a bunch of centermen, you got this, yeah. you got that. Like the goalie. You get, yeah. you get, you get the one limited. guy. Yeah. It would take five minutes to knock someone out by holding a rag soaked with chloroform under their nose. Yeah, I've heard this. The, the, you know, the movies. Two seconds. Make it look so instant. Yeah. I'd be out cold out. Fighting with them for five minutes, I'd be. <laughs> You're both out. Yeah, I'd be unconscious. And I'm lying there after about two and a half minutes. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.